Thank you for joining us on another episode here on Viewpoints. I'm your host, Jordan Voles, and we're here with Dr. John Gerlach. John, how you doing? I'm good, man. Have you been keeping up with Olympics, hockey? I have, I have. USA's out. Bummer. USA's out. We've got scandal. You know, it's always scandal with these uh, ice skating people. So, I know. You it, know. I watched the girl yesterday, and she actually did. It. She, I think she still got first place. Yeah. But there's yeah. a lot of controversy on on yeah. that. How's 50. your triple axel? Is it pretty good? Mine is terrible. Okay. Jonathan's is is pretty good though, my brother. Okay. I think he can still maybe do. No, he can't do triple axel. Okay. He's right. a good figure skater. Only one of the only guys to do backflip on the ice in Texas though. Oh, okay. So yeah. Shout out to him. Uh, but today, I, I'm very excited about this topic today. Today, we're talking about three ways we can become a good neighbor. So, John, first question, who is our neighbor? Yeah, I think that's a place to start because we just need to um, think about and the reality of who is our neighbor. And we've been defining that as anybody God brings across our path. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, God's going to bring people. This could be just someone we meet brand new. This is somebody we live next to. This can be somebody that we work with, but it's just people that God brings across our path. So when we say neighbor, it's not just geographic. It's okay. not just, hey, this is a person who lives next door to me or next apartment or anything like that. It's beyond that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's people that God brings, and the key is across our path. Uh, we have some kind of contact with them. And so I think that's, the Bible says a lot about neighbors, but it's, that's how I think is a great, that's a great definition, I think, of yeah, who's our neighbor and what is a neighbor. What are some spiritual challenges do you feel like we're facing right now, especially with this, this kind of topic? Well, I think spiritually, we are all facing a, a lot of challenges when it comes to just connecting. We've been so isolated in mm-hmm. so many different ways. And it's just, I think one of the spiritual challenges, how do we do what the Bible says, love our neighbor? How do we love people? You know, you've got a lot of guidelines we've got to follow. Yeah. There's a lot of things we've got to protect them. That's one of the ways we love our neighbor. But also, it's the idea of how do we connect with people and how do we help people? Mm-hmm. And uh, so loving our neighbor is, I think, a big spiritual challenge and one that God wants us to take hold of and really run with. Absolutely. And you've also identified three habits um, that we can build into our lives to love our neighbor as ourselves. Can you just give us a brief overview of each of those habits? Yeah. So let's talk about these. These are, I just think, three practical ways that we can truly be good neighbors and love our neighbors. Uh, Proverbs twelve twenty five talks about how that encouragement is something everybody needs, mm-hmm. that worry, anxiety weighs somebody down. And you know, we've seen that. A lot of mental health challenges, yeah. a lot of people struggling with all kinds of stuff. And so I think one of the ways that we can encourage people is just, uh, you know, number one, have a focus on it. But also, you know, there's some verses, I think, that have been during this time for me kind of anchors. Yeah. Kind of something, things I've hold, held on to. I've shared some of these. I mean, one of the big ones for me is uh, Romans fifteen thirteen that says, I pray that the God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in Him. Right. And you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. And I just think that's, you know, I love that picture of overflowing with hope because I think everybody's needing hope right now. Absolutely. So I think one of the encouragements is how we help people find hope as we find hope. I just think we've got to be encouraging people any way we can. Um, There's going to be practical ways to do that and and that kind of leads into the the second one mm-hmm. yeah and you yeah you've talked about serving too right I mean, yeah and that and i'm i'm actually excited for number two because i know it's going to help the listener today and 
Because I think a lot of times when we identify, like you talked about, it's what kind of heart posture do we have as a person? So. Right. Yeah, and definitely the Bible's saying, okay, if, you, if you're really going to love somebody, encourage somebody, if we're going to be good neighbors, I think we've got to serve somebody. Right. And you've heard the stories, and I've heard the stories. Uh, I'm always encouraged about all the different ways people are stepping up to help other people. Yeah. Uh, you know, Pam Friday ended up in the hospital a week mm-hmm. or two ago. I mean, they uh, they had so many people that wanted to go bring meals to her that I think the whole little calendar thing was filled up in like 10 minutes. Wow. Uh, I know people that have helped folks that are struggling, you know, maybe they're sick, maybe someone elderly, they've gone and got groceries for them. I've known people that have kept, recently we had somebody that had a real family crisis and a bunch of people stepped in that I knew and took care of the kids while they ended up dealing with this uh, family crisis. I mean, there's just story after story after story that show us how that we can be uh, serving our neighbors in a great way. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think we got to look for those ways. We've got to be part of that, and it just needs to be part of our regular everyday lives. Absolutely. And number three, I mean, this is something, too, that, I feel like it's helped me, especially since you've talked about it a lot in my life. Um, but just actually just sharing Jesus. Yeah, I think it. I think the greatest gift we can share with anybody is just uh, sharing Jesus and just, you know, everybody's looking for answers. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. struggling. Everybody's needs a direction. Mm-hmm. And I think we can do that with um, all kinds of ways, with our words, with our actions. All those things, to me, ultimately help share Jesus, and God wants us to be part of that. Uh, 1 Peter 3.15 says, If anybody asks about your hope as a believer, be ready to explain it. So that's words, that's actions. God will bring people across our path that are just needing hope, and the ultimate hope is always going to be Jesus. And so to help somebody find that, somebody to experience that, that's huge, that's Mm -hmm. big. And that is uh, the ultimate step that we need to take. That's awesome. John, any final thoughts on this this subject today? Well, I just, you know, for for our church, you know, specifically for Crestview, I I would love it if we were known as a church that if you're around somebody from Crestview, you're going to see some hope, you're going to see some encouragement, you're going to see some service, you're going to see love in action, you're going to see these things we've talked about today about being a good neighbor. And uh, folks are, and, and I think here's the struggle. The big struggle is it's so easy for us to get in our own little world and not think beyond ourselves. And I think the pandemic has made us be real self-focused. Mm-hmm. I, I get it. I mean, you yeah. know, you, you've kind of got to to some degree. But also the big sp- spiritual challenge is let's get beyond ourselves and think about others. And that's kind of the movement, I think, that comes about when we say, hey, I really do want to love my neighbor as myself. Awesome. Well, John, thank you so much for demonstrating what that means. I know it's going to help the listener of, of just identifying who our neighbor is and, and how to love them. So, John, thank you to the listener. We hope to see you next time. God bless. <laughs>